Welcome, everyone. We're up here in British Columbia with two of my favorite people in the world. I call them the fluffy guys, Clayton Stedman and Jeff Stegman. And we last time, I think, was about a year ago we got together, did our last interview, and a lot has happened with the technology since then. So I wanted to kind of dive into the updates because you've gotten into some pretty intense programs that you're rebalancing now. Yeah. And one of the things that's up for a lot of people right now is that the brains aren't functioning all that great. A lot of people, I, I find a lot of people really frustrated, for example, with short-term memory, just like, boom, out the window. It's like, wait a minute, I was there two hours ago, I know the name of that place. Are you seeing the same thing in people? Some short-term kind we, of spazzing? We did see it, we saw it in the office, you know, people in the office as well as, um, you know, friends and family. Yeah, yeah. yeah so be consistent. the mm -hmm. nice thing is that you're targeting that, which is great. Yes. In a good way. <laughs> so yeah. first of all, though, before that, you um, you decided that you're going to dive into the area of harmonizing the harmful effects of EMF frequencies and raise mm -hmm. the consciousness of that. So let's talk about why you're doing it, mm -hmm. what you're doing, mm -hmm. how you can measure the consciousness of EMF fields, mm -hmm. you know, that we're being bathed in. So dive into why you decided, what's inspired you to develop this part of the program. Well, our focus is consciousness. You know, in, in the FLFE field, we're creating this sanctuary, you could say, or this place of, of high consciousness, you know, high consciousness field. So that being our focus and that high consciousness field, you know, there for our evolution, for supporting our evolution, we discovered things that were lowering the field, you know, that brought the level of consciousness down. And EMFs is one of those, you know, along with geopathic stresses from mm -hmm. flowing waters, mm -hmm. uh, underground streams, that sort of thing. That's, that's a whole other subject. And um, conflicts. Yeah, personal issues. Yeah. Were you finding this, I mean, even in your own life, finding just kind of uncharacteristic things flaring up? with, you know, your partners, for example, with mm -hmm. Audrey or with Sherilyn and uh, like Zeus and I, just things kind of coming in sideways, like what just disturbed the field? It definitely has been changes happening, mm -hmm. you know, as new technologies start to emerge, it's just different feelings, you know, different, yeah. different energies are in our environment. Yeah, it does. It seems like they're out of left field sometimes. So you can say, Clayton. Yeah, there seems to be uh, a tipping point where the benefit of all the electronics that we have in the world, the mm -hmm. routers, the mm -hmm. cell phones, the you know, satellite phones, all you know, the television, all the satellites, uh, there's a tipping point where the benefit begins to diminish to the point where it's maybe causing more damage than good. Mm -hmm. And that, we don't know where that is, but there has been changes and it's hard to put your finger on what it is. Mm -hmm. We do have uh, consistent uh, kind of calibrations from our research that as a neighborhood has more routers, mm -hmm. that it drops the level of consciousness of the properties. Mm -hmm. And so we'll probably talk today about how that, how they uh, create a sine wave when they come together and uh, it increases the effect of that, of the, ampl uh, of the amplitude of the signal. Now, is this even before 5G? Because I mean, we have 5G coming out soon, rolling out soon, which I'm hoping to do an interview with Jack Cruz on, mm -hmm. because he's really big on this and how it's affecting the brain in the cities that already have those little antennas on top of mm -hmm. all these houses, apartment buildings, and churches. You know, some some cities are more saturated than others. He said it's intensely affecting the brain now, mm -hmm. brain functioning. Well, it's interesting. I mean, there's so many energies in the environment, 
and um, you know there are sine waves, mm-hmm. and when those waves stack up, when the peaks you know line up, you can have a spike of energy, and if that's in a frequency that's not good for humans or good for life, then you can have you know an amplified effect. I think that's what Clay yeah. was saying: is you yeah. have multiple technologies right. together, you can have these sine waves overlapping each other. And some things, some technologies have that, in, you know, as part of their function, you know, where you have multiple frequencies being broadcast and you may have overlaps of purpose or not. There may be overlaps of, of um, peaks and mm-hmm. that can cause issues. Um, so what we look at is the level of consciousness right. of the environment, because some of these frequencies may be positive, mm-hmm. you know, for us. They may end that add to the energy that's good for us. Um, and we see that in this overall measure of the level of consciousness or, you know, I guess we should talk a little bit about level of consciousness and how we measure it for right. those that yes. haven't right. seen some And how you can part out and decipher, is it EMFs that are, say, lower in the consciousness? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. Take it away. Well, this is usually something I talk about because I do yeah. more of this. Jeff is, uh, is great at keeping things moving and, I'm the one that digs into the data typically. Yeah. So um, the main reference point we use is the Hawkins map of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it's created by Dr. David Hawkins. His first book, Power Versus Force, is really well known. It's a bestseller. So people can look at that. And so when we're measuring a property to look at what's affecting the consciousness, we start to delineate out what are the factors. So... For example, you could use a scale like on a scale of 1 to 100, where 100 represents 100% of the electromagnetic influence in this area. The percentage is, or that's negative, the mm-hmm. percentage associated with EMFs is X percent with underground, sorry, EMFs under a certain definition. So we mm-hmm. have to talk about, we have to define it as an electronic device emanating a signal that's lowering the level of consciousness or harmful to life. So we'd say, you know, we find that's X percent and then uh, geopathic stress related to water would be X percent. Traffic would be X percent. So you start to create these pie charts, if you will, of influences. Right. And then one of the things we can do is we will write a program, for example, to uh, counterbalance uh, or harmonize. And we'll talk about this later. There's more than we do than just that. Those influences. Mm-hmm. And so if we write a program for that, the program test is very appropriate. We put the program on and the level of consciousness of the property changes, mm-hmm. then it's an indicator that, okay, we, we figured out that piece. Right. Then we take it on and turn it off and check the consciousness. So that's one of our controls mm-hmm. when we get into science mode, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know. I mean, there is a nerd element to what you do, of mm-hmm. course. And also, this is another thing that comes up is a lot has come up in the last year. Mm-hmm. You now, You're now on the radar. Uh, once you went public, then you stand your head above the parapet. And what you're doing is so refined and beautiful. Of course, that's going to attract some attention from whatever forces exist that would prefer the refinement of the human species not ha- not be hurried along. Let's just say that. <laughs> and so uh, you, you've had to actually kind of take your share of fire. And, and you also are experiencing some of these incoming frequencies that a lot of people in our community, kind of thought leaders, as you call them, do experience. So you started noticing a whole other array of energies coming in as well, right? Or frequencies coming in as well that you could start putting into the mix and balancing. And I want to say, I love the fact that even your detractors ended up retracting. 
their comments <laughs> ultimately um, because of, it wasn't accurate, you know, and nobody's been able to find fault so far with Fluffy. And I say that because I love you guys, I love what you do. So, anyway, so yeah, you have even a more complex array of incoming negative energies, which the Sasquatch were saying with Sunbow and some of the people they're communicating with, mm-hmm. uh, even psychotronic influences are being perpetrated against not just mm-hmm. people like us at the table, but against humanity at large. Mm-hmm. So now how how is that factoring in before we go into the more of the details mm-hmm. of what you're doing with the EMF? Well, I would say it's all in the same pot because mm-hmm. we're all together in this, you know, humanity is influenced by all sorts of things. And, you know, our goal is to create the, the best sanctuary we can. So if it includes us, you know, yes. us in the sanctuary includes all of humanity. So yeah. we really we really want what we do to just be the best sanctuary possible mm-hmm. for everybody. And so that just that, that stuff just ends up somewhere as a slither on the pie chart. It does. Yeah. And we don't we don't like to focus on mm-hmm. that, you know, what's the intent behind it, but let's just fix it. Let's fix it. You know, right. It, right. So now let's address it. Yes. Yeah. So you've been able to effectively, and I would like a couple of examples because most of us learn, including me by way of examples, maybe mm-hmm. some people who've reached out to you because your program is in beta testing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're releasing it in December. In December. Right. Mm-hmm. So not, not long from now mm-hmm. for the general public, but what are you noticing with the EMF program being added into the mix? What are you hearing from people? I mean, are there any kind of extreme examples? Or? Yeah, I mean, there's people that are very sensitive to EMFs. There are all sorts of energies. And, you know, I put myself on a not-so-sensitive scale. Mm-hmm. Um, when when we turn the program on, you know, in my house, I feel just a cleanliness, you know, like a feeling of quiet. And my mind seems to quiet down. More sleep is 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 more... Uh, easily, you know, obtained and maintained. Yes. Um, But we had someone this summer, um, she was very sensitive and she, we were at a conference together and she, we met her outside Mm -hmm. and she, she couldn't go in to the conference because of all the cell phones. Oh yeah. And the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we, we put the, the EMF reduction program on the, property and she was next time we looked she was in the in the rooms amongst people right cool very cool so that was that she was very very sensitive headaches Mm -hmm. Uh, what else did she say she had a really really bad rash on her arm you know that red Mm -hmm. kind of uh lobster skin lobster skin and uh, it would get irritated when she was in a high emf environment Mm -hmm. that's one of her her first kind of signal Mm -hmm. and so she was in the yeah she was in the environment most of the day after that Mm-hmm. No, it's like a direct cause and effect. She didn't notice something mild, mm-hmm. so that was interesting to look at. Yeah, yeah, but it was manageable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another woman that I was talking to in the FLP office, she called in, and she was really incapacitated. She she couldn't get through the day. Um, she was housebound. Mm-hmm. Um, she couldn't get through the day um, without a lot of help. Including she's, you know, the shower, taking a shower by herself was something that was really important to her and working in the garden. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't do either. I mean, her husband had to help her take a shower at the end of the day. Wow, she was wiped out. Really wiped out. And she mentioned at the end of the conversation that when she was near her router, she felt sick. 
It's like, oh, well, let's try the EMF program. So she was wanted to try it, and we, we put it on. And almost immediately, she began texting me and saying how much energy she had. And so she got through the day. In fact, the second day, she stayed up till like midnight. She took showers herself. And by the third day, she was out in the garden. Interesting. So. so are you saying, was she a previous Fluffy customer? She was on FLFE. She was on FLFE, yeah. but she she was still just like, that's why she called you? Because she was just flattened anyway? Right. So uh, it was, she was improved somewhat yeah. by, by being in the standard service. But she was still so sensitive to the other incoming. Yeah. Well, okay. we the current service before the EMF program is about a 15% mm-hmm. mitigation of, of the EMF mm-hmm. effect. So... Mm-hmm. That's really why we developed the EMF program in order production program in order to um, take take it the rest of the way. Excellent. Anything you want to add to that, Clayton? Mm-hmm. There was another person who was living in a cabin in this area mm-hmm. and they had a power line going over the uh, area where the cabin was pretty close, and they had a hard time sleeping at night, really bad nightmares, uh, and you know signs of depression and. Uh, they heard about the service, they were, so they tried it, and again, some uh, effect, you know, mm-hmm. some positive effect. But when we put the EMF program on, like that night, it was just a different world for her. You know, well, was, it makes sense. Yeah. I've got to say, on a, just as a personal level, just the last mm-hmm. few days since we've been up here, um, we haven't been sleeping as soundly as we do at home. Of course, I wasn't stopping to think we're on that beta testing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And yes. so, and people that come into the house have a lot of guests that come. Girlfriends come and stay overnight. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it feels so good!" But you know, it's it was the same with yeah. the original version. But I'm thinking it might it might be part of that enhancement as well mm-hmm. to knock out the rest of those EMF mm-hmm. frequencies. I know people love to feel mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it seems that there's a lot of um, we were talking about it last week in the office. There's a lot of electronic smog, we'll call it, mm-hmm. in the environment where yeah. it's not mm-hmm. only a complete cycle that goes from point A to point B, like say from a tower to our cell phone. But the way we've seen it was like pieces of confetti mm-hmm. that are falling off of incomplete signals that don't go all the way through mm-hmm. or curly cues, you know, when you slice an apple with that yeah. thing, it makes that swirl. Yeah. yeah. Well, we apple, kind of, peeler, apple peeler. Yeah. We kind of seen those going through the environment as well. And they don't quite sometimes reach their destination. Not all of the signals reach their destination. Okay. So those are coming off and falling into they're just falling through the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so there's a type of electronic smog. And we're found, we found a way to to reduce that and perhaps even eliminate it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's another part of the, it's not only really the direct influence. It's just if you live in an urban environment, uh, you can sometimes pick up 15 or 25 Wi-Fi, 15 or 20 uh, Wi-Fi routers right. in, in an area, just okay, driving down the street. Yeah, Pull yeah. over your cell phone, yeah. and you can just like look at all these Wi-Fi all signals. That's passing right all that's passing, yeah. And yeah. there's hundreds, even thousands more that are out of range that you don't they don't show yes. up on your computer. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but that sine wave is still pieces of the sine wave the are sine still wave. reaching you, reaching the environment. So, yeah. So that that's an important piece. An important piece. Not just harmonizing or neutralizing the routers that are close by, but also all that. Those Incomplete yeah. sine waves or pieces of like right. EMFs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, with five G, those signals are going way farther than they ever did before. Okay. Like even with smart meters, they go miles, right? Stumble. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So now smart meters are included in the EMF um, reduction. Oh, absolutely. Program, yes. Of oh, course. Because yeah. that's how I originally I hooked up with you guys. Is 
Clayton, I knew you from mm-hmm. before, but I didn't know your new project. And for anyone who didn't see the first story, it was a friend of mine who was, uh, as you measured her home, it was in the 200s or 220 or so. It was very, very low. But I had you measure her saying, well, if this stuff works, we'll see it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just almost short of comatose. She was mm-hmm. barely getting out of bed, bathing or anything, elderly, but not that old. And uh, after you harmonized her house, because she was living near a cemetery, a ditch, under power line, I mean, everything mm-hmm. you could have, oh, smart meters, smart meters right across the meters. wall yeah. from her head where she slept. And so that's what got me excited initially to mm-hmm. investigate it is because she turned around in a month, she was up moving furniture around the house. Mm-hmm. So some people have already heard me say that in one of our other interviews, but I just wanted to bring that up. I mean, mm-hmm. because again, the smart meter factor was knocking her out completely. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pre- that was pre this pre program. this program, the CMF. So I would love to do a further experiment with her. And well, she's on she's on uh, FLFE, so mm-hmm. we, once it goes to all the homes, that's right. Yeah, I'd be no, curious so to see you know how she's doing because she's she stayed pretty up. Mm-hmm. Never went down as low as she was before. She has her cycles, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I find that really fascinating. And also, we're going to talk about. Is there such a thing as too much positive energy? Because mm-hmm. you really try to stay in a range uh, with people mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of their environment. Because I guess you could probably take someone sideways. Well, let's let's back up into what we're doing with the EMS as mm-hmm. they come onto the property because mm-hmm. it's interesting. Uh, some people may know about our cell phone program. Mm-hmm. So what we discovered, which was really interesting, is if you took a cell phone up to 580 on the Hawkins map, so it's vibrating at this higher vibration, that the emanations from the antennas were now positive for life. So the EMFs that were coming out of the phone became positive for life according to the way we measure mm-hmm. using the level of consciousness of the environment measuring that. So and people gave you a lot of feedback on that. It wasn't burning their ears and their pockets and their... Yeah, the private hips. parts for yeah, men, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hips and yeah. so forth. Yeah, yeah, and it, the um, using a cell phone normally, if you bring it in front of you, you'll move away from it. Right, you know, the kind of kinesiology, and once you have it on this FLP service, the cell phone program, you'll move towards it. You know, mm-hmm. it's said it's positive. Mm-hmm. It's one way to one way to find the evidence. So when EMS are coming into um, an environment and they're lowering the level of consciousness we're harmonizing in that same way. And the, the part that really, or the thing that we added that really made a huge difference was shungite. Mm-hmm. Shungite, yeah. So shungite is really an important mineral and mm-hmm. it's very effective for EMFs. So the, the signature of shungite is built into? Fluffy? We brought it into the wave. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so that's, that was a breakthrough mm-hmm. for us here. So we're we're asking the wave to move up into these emanations and harmonize them or turn them into positive positive energy. Um, I'm gonna take it from there. Yeah, so for some devices, we'll have the FLFE wave go towards the device and harmonize the energy that's coming out. And that's for devices perhaps that are off the property. What's so, that mean? So let's say your neighbor has a router. Oh, I see. And it's sending a signal through your property or your neighbor, let's say you're living next to Linda and you right. have that wall of smart meters, well, the next apartment over is still getting it. Right. So we would have the FLFE wave with the Shanghai 
go towards the signal of that device so that when the when that energy comes into the environment it's now positive for life so we have the in-home uh, kind of compensation right which would include every device that has electrical output we would raise that up to 580 as well mm -hmm. so that whatever's coming out is automatically positive for life mm -hmm. and it automatically adjusts for different devices because we went it was really frustrating if you didn't try to do it for one device and another and then you keep coming up with all devices you'd be chasing your tail forever as a metaphor so we figured out a way of regulating the level of consciousness of the devices so that they all operate within original equipment manufacturers. It's just that cellular seem to be 580, but some other electronic devices need a little bit more energy to send out positive harmonized, harm, uh, positive harmonized energy, mm -hmm. and some need a little bit less. Mm -hmm. So we have a we did that for the cells as well because different cellular devices will be changing over time. Okay, so talking about that base frequency 580. Um, I don't know if we talked about this before, but why did you choose 580 versus 780? You know? We just tested we just tested it, and that was the level of consciousness of the device that needed it needed to be at to send out a positive frequency. So what if you jacked it up? Is there such a thing as too much positive energy that's injected into an environment mm -hmm. or into the field of people? Well, we're always balancing our, our power output or the mm -hmm. power used by the FLP system and you know the good we can do with it so we would we were taking it to the minimum that it needs right to do it because it just would take more of our energy to take it higher um yeah that is an interesting question can there be too much positive energy mm -hmm. so we're harmonizing all these sources as they're coming towards the property whether it's from outside or inside and so that's adding more positive energy to the property and so what we in our testing and research, if 600 on the Hawkins map starts to be, you know, 560 is the sweet spot that we've chosen for FLFV because people are supported, you know, in this environment, but they are also functional. You know, they can get up. Right. Because that's what I was going right. to ask. What would it feel like if you cranked it up, say, to 700 or above to the average person on Fluffy? I mean, what would be some of the symptoms? Well, you know, it's very a positive environment to be, and we have, we've done that, of course, mm -hmm. we have higher fields that we use mm -hmm. and we create a high field when we do this research together. Right. So, you know, in a high consciousness field, uh, you're connecting to higher truth. Right. You know, you, your mind's very quiet. Mm -hmm. So your mind can be so quiet that you don't remember it's time to go to work. You know right, I mean? that's why I'm so. saying kind of be floaty. I'm assuming yeah. we've kind of been mm -hmm. in this floaty zone, right? I mean, it's great yeah. for meditation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our mission is to create this optimal environment for evolution and right. daily function. Get yeah. Go to work and yeah. earn the money we need to pay the rent. So, yeah. so that 600 seemed to be the level in where if it artificially got pushed above 600 by all this harmonized energy, then we start to deflect yeah. and we start to dissipate instead of bringing this more harmonized energy in. So if things are artificially going above 600 due to incoming harmonized energy, then we, we switch into deflect and dissipate. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, but many places will reach 600 and above on their own. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's a natural due to the person and mm -hmm. their practices yeah. and yes. the feng shui right. and whatever else has happened there, right. 
uh, they could be six hundred, six tens, you know, right. not much higher. So. Right. Okay. So one other thing before we kind of go on to the brain optimization program too. Well, any wrap up thoughts on EMF? Mm -hmm. I welcome, but also. Uh, the notion that some people have noticed this in terms of plants or house plants, uh, plants mm. on the property. Mm. Uh, once you are harmonizing the EMF signals, that their mm. plants seem to yeah, perk absolutely. up. So you've seen that directly. Yeah, we have yeah. botanists on okay. the service who are saying, "I'm thinking about starting a um, a greenhouse and putting FLFE on it because my plants are so much more vital." Yeah. And we have people who have cut flowers that last two, three weeks. And they start to sprout in the water. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at doing some more kind of controlled experiments, but we have botanists who are professional people that are saying, yeah, best garden I've ever had. We had that mm -hmm. property in Boulder too that was, it, it had really intense EMS because there were some rock faces that were reflecting mm -hmm. cell tower yeah. signals. And so it was sort of concentrating in this place. and. So we saw it as the level of consciousness wasn't coming up to what mm -hmm. we expected. So, you know, we did a number of things there and then we put the EMF program on and it went up. And she saw an increase in her plant growth right away, the health mm -hmm. of her plants, because mm -hmm. they were sort of baking in this EMF energy. And yeah. once we were able to harmonize that, then they were, they were much they were growing much faster for her. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah no, that's good because mm -hmm. plants don't lie, right? So... <clears throat> Looking at this, uh, is it fair to say to our audience here that if, since you're still beta testing right now um, until December, if anyone's super electrosensitive or EMF sensitive, should they try to contact you and get in the beta group? Yeah, are, we, you, are you topped off or are you getting the data you need now? Or? No, we're we're happy to add more FLFE subscribers or people on the free trial mm -hmm. that they would like to add the EMF. So, okay. What we're do what we've done is when people call in and they're a subscriber and they tell us that we tag mm -hmm. the record so we know that and then we we can add them too. Okay. As long as they talk to the so even person. if they're not subscribers, if they come in even doing the free trial, you'll still put them on the beta testing. If yeah, they it's ask only, you to. Yeah, it's only two weeks on the yeah. free trial, and they, the, right now we're only beta testing on the properties. Okay. Not on not the cell on the phone. Cell phone. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, that's just good to know to to let everybody know if if someone's really having a problem with that and they know it. Yeah. You help them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would love to have sensitives. Yeah. To EMF because it's just it's more evidence of the effectiveness of what we're doing right. to get more more of those testimonials. Mm -hmm. okay. Excellent. Yeah. So. The next one, when does this, when does the brain optimization program come out? A lot of people are saying, help, my brain needs help. <laughs> when is that coming out? Well, it's interesting because keeping the two separate, like doing EMFs first, mm -hmm. it really does help to see, okay, what's EMFs and what's other things. Mm -hmm. So you don't you know, want to release them at the same time, obviously. So these are going to be staggered rollouts. Staggered rollouts. Yes. Probably in the spring of 2019. Okay. We're also likely going to re uh, release some energetic medicine tools at that time. What's that mean? So, for example, you've heard of EFT. Yeah. And um, we have developed some energetic medicine tools that calibrate extremely high. Mm -hmm. And when people are uh, going through different circumstances in life, even raising your consciousness can be really uncomfortable at right. times. We're finding that we're getting a lot of requests for other tools. So we've developed some tools over time, uh, quite a long time ago, actually. We're going to release, release those probably at the same time as the brain optimization. So you're talking about EFT, which is, you know, it's a practice. It's yes. something you do on yourself. This would 
this would either would it augment or replace the need to do the actual practice? Well, generally, the uh, the work of Gary Craig, who was the most popular proponent of EFT, his work calibrates about six hundred out of a thousand. Mm-hmm. His teacher Gary Callahan, Dr. Callahan, calibrated his work calibrated about seven hundred out of a thousand. These energetic medicine tools calibrate a thousand out of a thousand. There's two of them. Okay. So they will accentuate that body of work that's be uh, that's out there and you can use them in addition to that we've really granularized the process of exactly how it works and we can and we'll probably do um, six or we talked about maybe doing several hours of um, sort of explanation and context and talking about the difference between what's a body of work that calibrates at 600 700 900 and give examples of those and here's the difference in distinction between this this level and that level mm-hmm. so just to kind of educate people on energetic medicine and then how they can use it okay excellent um and now what is bringing to my mm-hmm. mind is i'm thinking one thing i kind of uh i, I, I pound away at i would say mm-hmm. throughout my interviews and throughout my commentaries mm-hmm. and so forth are encouraging people to find ways in very using various techniques and so forth to begin listening to their own true voice. Mm-hmm. It sometimes mm-hmm. comes through just a feeling or a desire first, but do you, uh, do you think you're going to go in the direction of maybe creating a frequency, not a frequency, but a consciousness program that will allow people to maybe open to their higher selves uh, with a little more ease, or is that just kind of too ethereal and off the charts for the time being? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a beautiful question. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just planting a seed here. Yeah, it's it's a great seed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what we're what we're trying to do, or what our mission is with FLFV, is to give people the space, the freedom, right. to to connect, right, to quiet the mind, and have that higher. And you're energy. already doing that. So there is that, but you're talking about taking it to like the next a little level. turbo. Mm-hmm. Boost yeah, that yeah. process of opening up to the mm. non-physical mm-hmm. higher aspect of self. Mm. Specifically, I don't know. I mean, maybe that takes a field of seven hundred or or eight hundred. I don't know. You'd have to calibrate. I guess it's just a thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of, one of the thoughts that's come that we've had is is an app for a phone. Well, that's kind of what with, I'm seeing in my head. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you're you're yeah. probably right on it. So, yeah. with the booster, yeah. You know, for a period of time. Yes. Again, for people to be functional. Right. You know, what would be great is we could go off for a month and you could spend, you know, three three weeks in a field and a week recovering. You know, yeah. I feel really. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of what I'm thinking. Dude. Or even if it's 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes uh, for mm-hmm. meditation yeah. and prep for that to start opening up more and more until we start feeling and hearing and sensing these influences and our own guidance coming from mm-hmm. our true self coming through to us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're already setting the stage for it. I get that because mm-hmm. I enjoy the field myself. Yeah, but that's yeah, yes. that's great. Yeah. yeah, well, we have a new back end in our website, um, Imburium, which allows us a lot of capacity that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining. What we, is the word you use? Um, Imburium. What's that mean? It's it's the it's the customer portal where customers come in and interact with FLFE. Okay. So that's where you go in oh, right. and you can turn your property on and off to experiment yes. to experiment with contrast. You can change your address. Yeah. You know, change your credit card. Little things like that. Mm-hmm. But but that platform allows us to to do more things. So for example, if we wanted to do a 30 minute higher level of consciousness field in a home, 
during the day, people could go on and click a timer and maybe it could go up to a certain level and mm-hmm. then it would turn off. Whereas I before, that, that would be very difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I love the idea. It's just, okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, we're just coming up with yeah. stuff here. Yeah. Ourselves. So, okay. So now for the next one, for the brain optimization, we talked about this in the very beginning. A lot of people's brains are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, we're being bombarded with so much uh, stimuli, mm-hmm. false input, that the, one of the real issues I find, and mm-hmm. a lot of our viewers find too, mm-hmm. is the discernment of what's true when you're being bombarded with so mm-hmm. much of what's manipulative and untrue. Mm-hmm. So you've got that, which is a, mm-hmm. a consciousness thing, but it is being stimulated from the outside artificially. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about mm-hmm. maybe blend that in with our conversation about the brain optimization program, what its original intention is and mm-hmm. how it works within the, those kinds of fields. Mm-hmm. Well, the brain optimization program came out of, uh, for me personally, it came out of a friend of mine who used to sit and pray for his body in the evening. His name was John. He was an 89-year-old. He was the first person I formed a study group with. He was an active chiropractor at the time. And I would go over to his place once in a while. And he'd be sitting in front of his fireplace with a crayon book, typically reading this book. And he would stop and he would pray for his liver. Oh, thank you, liver, for you know doing all the things you did today. He'd talk to his liver. And I was you know, around there reading a book or doing something. And then he'd start praying for another part of his body. And of course, you know, we all heard this. We've all heard the expression thoughts are things. Right. But he actually did it. And uh, I guess we're all doing it. He did it really consciously. Mm-hmm. And he was vital and uh, energetic. And that was, he said he thought that was his key to being a vital 89-year-old person still in private practice. In fact, he was thinking about t- doing a career change to be more of a healer or a, just an energetic healer or a, or a landscaper. Interesting. Yeah, interesting guy <laughs> interesting at 89. At 89, I love it. So, really, the brain program came out of that. It's like, well, John was praying for his body, and it worked for him. And so, let's put some. Let's let's see what we could do in terms of positive prayers for different parts of the body. And then we finally got to the brain. It's like, oh my god, we should really focus on the brain. It's interesting because even the other organs of the body mm-hmm. are all kind of they're portals of sorts to a mm-hmm. level of consciousness mm-hmm. into other aspects of ourself, even kind of interdimensionally, I think, is mm-hmm. some belief, right? Mm-hmm. Chinese medicine talks about yes. uh, the liver holding anger, you right. know, the, the pancreas, the spleen. Right. They all have their energetic signature or emotion that's associated mm-hmm. with them. If you're struggling with a, an emotional state, it'll affect yeah. that organ. That mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, the brain, right? Yes. So where did you begin with that? I mean, how do you even begin to measure this? So what we do is we, in a, for an organ, we would look at medical journals. And we would uh, measure the, we'd find the world's leading researchers on brain. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one of them is Dr. Daniel Amen. Just have to remember his name. Mm-hmm. So we would find the top researchers in the world, and we would measure their understanding of the brain. So on a scale parallel to the Hawkins map of consciousness, where 1,000 represents a complete understanding of brain function, mm-hmm. both structure and operational efficiency, mm-hmm. the level of the understanding of Dr. Daniel Amen is, let's say it's 900. I don't know what it is. So there'd be some things that maybe somebody else would understand better. So we go out and find the rest of that truth. Mm-hmm. And then we know we have good references so that we understand what's the optimal conditions. And then we would start to write programs to 
create those optimal conditions. So sometimes you're wanting to add certain things like add energy. Sometimes you're wanting to request that uh, there's an increased circulation or a change in some type of function under a certain condition or um, well, there's just so many variables, but we've done this so much now we have kind of a process. Mm -hmm. I just don't, can't think of it all to the top of my head. Jeff might pick some of it up, mm -hmm. but that's how we begin. We, get, we have to gather the truth of what the possibility is. And then we start removing conditions or adding influences to create the greatest possibility mm -hmm. within the restrictions of the technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, looking at the structure of the brain is mm -hmm. one way to measure it. So if you have an optimal brain structure, you know, based on this, these journals and really based on, you know, our measurements of what the optimal brain could be. So you have the structure of various parts of the brain. So it's how it's built physically. Mm -hmm. um, that's one way to measure. And then the other is what's, how well is it operating? So you have what we call operational efficiency uh, or OE. And so there you're looking at, you know, based on the structure that's there, how well is it operating? Because you could have a 100% brain, but you're, what you're eating is creating inflammation in such a way that it's operating less well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's environmental factors and it could be EMFs or other outside factors that you know, they may damage the structure. We have found they damage the structure of the brain or degrade that those readings over time um, and the operation can go down, but they are somewhat independent. Right. Okay. So that's how you're able to determine what ideal, what, the, what an optimized state looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, again, it, this is in beta testing. Um, you're noticing, we talked about the beginning, even people in the office, it's like, what, where'd that piece of information go? It was just mm -hmm. there a second ago. And, and that's what, that's what my own cell group guides have said over the last 20, 30 years mm -hmm. is that you're going to keep seeing this dissipation, even where young people, young, mm -hmm. healthy people mm -hmm. are having these kind of blip outs. Mm -hmm. And I think some of this, some of this might be explained too. Maybe when we talk to Senbo a little later on about this whole notion of time and space and the alterations of what mm -hmm. appears to be almost the speed of time could be affecting that mm -hmm. too. But mm -hmm. either way, we're being affected by it. Mm -hmm. And so what have you, what, what's happening in the beta program thus far that you've seen? Short-term memory is, is yes. one of those major factors oh, that we've seen mm -hmm. improve. Okay. Yeah. People in the office. Yes. And you, you had a way of measuring that, I believe, like a, Yes, well, we measure the structural optimization of the part of the brain that controls short-term memory. Mm -hmm. And then we measure the operational efficiency of that part of the brain. Mm -hmm. And there's a corollary experience with the people and their spouses who are telling us that their short-term brain is improving or degrading. Mm -hmm. So we've done, not that we've done thousands of people, but I've done thousands of tests with people mm -hmm. too. And so we know that our, I really trust our data because we're seeing that when their short-term memory goes up, they're having experience and people around them are having experience that they're, they're not forgetting things. Right. So we trust our data on that part, mm -hmm. but that's how we measure things. We measure structure and then operational efficiency because mm -hmm. it's the only thing that really kind of the only part of the body that we've noticed that consistently goes over are the adrenals. So you have like the adrenals saying that they're at 80% structure optimization but then the operational efficiency go, can go to like 100, 110, 120%. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're in fight or flight. Mm 
Right. They're just and like going. They're just of pumping, course. right? Yeah. So that would be an example of something being overclocked or over run or being stressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Usually, it's below. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, if you're talking about once, I, I notice with people in general is um, there's a certain amount of fear that starts setting in when the brain starts failing mm -hmm. them, and mm -hmm. I see this now in just people at large. You know, mm -hmm. just casual conversation with people. Mm -hmm. It's like God. Can't remember names anymore or something you know mm -hmm. and these aren't terribly old people <laughs> at all this shouldn't be happening at that shouldn't theoretically be happening mm -hmm. at this stage of life but there again there's so much interference coming in mm -hmm. they can start denigrating that portion of the brain is that what you're finding that whether it's emfs or whatnot it's just too many influences coming in that are starting to affect the brain poorly yeah, I mean, we, we're really looking at what's the effect. Yeah. You know, it seems to be our, the, yeah, our just default. The it's okay. That's just, you don't focus on who's doing what to whom. You, you focus on what it looks like and how to fix it. But well, are you it's seeing hard. something that's creating a lowered mm. uh, efficiency? It was such a mixture of effects. Mm -hmm. You know, diet, mm -hmm. you know, is a big one. And we, we do focus on diet. And we, while we don't make a lot of dietary, you know, recommendations. We're going to. Hopefully, Get, yeah, <laughs> just getting more omega threes, mm -hmm. just the fatty acids for the brain. You know, the feeding the brain the fats, and and um, you know, there's experts out there in in health uh, along those lines, and we see that in our own ourselves. We take a lot of omega threes for brain support, and so that's part of feeding the brain in order to repair itself. It needs those fats, and it yeah. needs. Yes. The minerals. Well, yeah. anyway, I, I so yeah. resonate with what you're saying at the moment. Yeah. Just this morning, Azus was saying, oh, God, I haven't taken my EMS for a couple of days. Ever. And I thought, oh, my God, I haven't taken it for two or three months. I totally, oh, yeah. we moved. Mm -hmm. And for me, once mm -hmm. I can't see something, I don't think this is an uncommon phenomenon. It's yeah. gone. It's not mm -hmm. my awareness anymore until I see it again and think, oh, right. And, you know, I said I've been having all this brain fuss and everything. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing no EMS at uh, all. Omega-3s, you mean? Yeah, omega, yeah, 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 no, sorry. <laughs> 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 I don't want to correct you, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing no, no omega-3s or six or, well, a little bit of nine and sixes, but no omega-3s. Mm -hmm. So this is part of, uh, that's, it's important to note that because you can yeah. only do so much through the, quantum resonance that you're offering people with, you know, fluffy, but we still have to take care of the rest ourselves. So let's talk about those on the ground things. Okay. We need EMF. I mean, EFAs, uh, omega threes. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and magnesium, magnesium, you know, we've, we've found that the two together are supporting nerve health, you know, the myelin sheath particularly. Um, so the omegas and the magnesium taken within 30 minutes of each other. Okay. It's very helpful for can brain take, and nervous system. Can they take them together? Does it have to be 30 minutes apart? They're just within, within 30, 30 minutes. minutes. So you can take them yeah. together. Yeah. And I, so you guys do this, I assume, what, in the morning, noon, and night type of thing? Yeah. We're on our game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we haven't forgotten. You have yeah. to be optimized yeah. in order to do what you do. I get it. And thank you so much for the reminder. And not only that, the reinforcement this morning, I was just like, my body so needs omega-3s. I can feel it. It's, you know, it's yeah. like craving almost. Yeah, and the magnesium and the potassium and yeah. all the other minerals that, that are yeah. just not in our diet the way they were, you know, 100 years ago. Well, yeah. and these are all anti-inflammatories as well. Mm -hmm. right? Interesting. It definitely, I mean, because Udo Erasmus, you know, 
Yes, you know. grandpa of omega threes mm-hmm. to you know modern kind of the modern field of health and wellness. I think Udo did more than probably anyone to bring attention to mm-hmm. omega threes and essential mm-hmm. fatty acids in general. And wow, is he a picture of health? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him for about a year, but the man glows. He glows from the inside mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. his brain's on fire all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he walks his talk. He, mm-hmm. he he takes his own product. You know, Udo's oil or whatever. I'm not advertising for that. There are a lot of good sources. Mm -hmm. You guys use some other sources too, but however you get them in your body, I see him as a living example of what continued use over the last 25 years Mm -hmm. of omega-3s have done. Mm -hmm. So thank you. And for all of us, thank you for that Mm -hmm. reminder too. Yeah, it seems to be the pillars of brain health Mm -hmm. is, you know, taking what you need to repair yourself. Right. You know, and... Um, yeah, staying out of those environments that are difficult. Like, like you say, there's so much incoming. Right. So, you know, do you want a 5G router in your house? You know, yeah, no. it's, so. it's another problem here that affects the brain and then that affects the emotions. Mm-hmm. So people are so overwhelmed right now. It's just a kind of an, a, almost like a soul exhaustion trying to get mm-hmm. through life and kind of keep the game up. It's mm-hmm. just, feels mm-hmm. like a battlefield for a lot of people mm-hmm. just getting by doing what you have to do to make money and yep. then going home and trying to meditate and bring it all back up again. And then if you're really exhausted, you go on Netflix or YouTube or whatever, and you start watching things that are kind of, they can be anywhere from thrilling to salacious or intriguing, but they're taking your brain down rabbit holes that are not particularly productive just to escape from everything. And this is, well, I'll do it. I mean, this is a phenomenon that we've mm-hmm. kind of started yeah. doing for escape. And what is that doing to the brain? Yeah, and that, that leads And to then you got the blue lights coming in off the screens, too. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Well, these shows, if they're below 200, they create a what we call a negative entrainment field. So if you have murder, all the things that really stimulate, oh. you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You feel it if you want to throw up. Yeah, you feel it in your body if you're if you're if you're not too far into it. And that, you know, we've all gotten lost in them, right? Where you're watching yeah. a TV show, and then especially on Netflix, because you can watch three or four or five episodes yeah, in a row. Yeah, you can binge on two hundred and under. Yeah, and then when you're stuck in it, yeah. you know, it's hard to get out. Yeah. So it creates a negative entrainment field. Um, and that it, does dull the function of the brain. Oh, it dulls everything. It dulls all the uh, except maybe the adrenals. Oh yeah, because that's right. you're shocked, flight or flight. Yeah. So that's something to, to watch. And it's a little hard to measure that stuff. We do it because we're, you know, we have sure. kinesiology. Well, we know. We can feel it. We can we feel it. We go yeah. to bed mm-hmm. feeling less than, yeah, you know, we've self. done that. And so I just bring it up because we're doing it to escape from the incredible pressure mm-hmm. of life right now. Mm-hmm. But it's not a very good escape. And I wish there were beautiful programs that just brought frequency mm-hmm. sky high. But honestly, I haven't found very many. There's some. Some documentaries, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you go out, to, you go to Netflix. N- not too much. If you know of a few, please do tell, mm-hmm. <laughs> so people can binge on the five hundred and above yeah. juicy stuff. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really seeing it out there. So now we have that field too that we're doing self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's talk about what you're doing with the brain optimization to help boost all that back up. And it's on us if we choose to take it down before we go to bed at night. That's a decision we make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just want to put that out there. You can't help that, but you can help the background of it, yeah. right? Well, it'll be interesting for people to try the EMF first, mm-hmm. you know, to see how that affects their brain health yeah. and, mm-hmm. and keep neutrifying 
Right. You know, hydrating. Hydrating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, those those shows, particularly the ones that are violent, there's a shock and a trauma happening, mm-hmm. yeah. just oh. as though it's happening to us. Or, you mm-hmm. know, we we're not distinguishing in our brain. So that's another piece that we're taking on and is is shock and trauma or health, you know, brain health through some new things we've discovered. We can talk about that in another interview, but it's all part of, of brain health. It's not only a, is the structure good, are things functioning well, then is there trauma there, you know, that's causing mm-hmm. causing an overload of the, of and the nervous system? Trauma. Oh, we all yeah. do. Yeah. 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 So yeah. the brain optimization is going to be targeting um, trauma as well. There's a separate program. There's a separate program a separate? for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. coming either with it or soon after. Yeah, we okay. just have to figure out. Yeah, we're going to call it emotional health, I think. Okay, excellent. Because we found okay. out where the shock and trauma is stored in the auras, in the auric shields. Yes. And then we were able to kind of release some of that. So right. it's very interesting. That is interesting. Yes. That goes really deep because really some deep. of it we bring into an incarnation with us. Yes. Some mm-hmm. of it we experience here. Some of it we just keep mm-hmm. exacerbating by playing out those same programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you get the... The support of the technology, and then yeah. you get the you know energetic medicine techniques. When we'll have ours, and we'll recommend others, mm-hmm. then that kind of creates another level of synergy for emotional health. Okay. So that's why we wanted to address the self-directed uh, energetic medicine techniques at the same time. Well, I'm looking forward to that. It's not till springtime, so coming up right away, we have the EMF program. So we're inviting people to. If they want to experiment with it, they can come to you if they're sensitive. So mm-hmm. we already went through that. Any final thoughts on either one of these before we say goodbye this time? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the times are challenging, and there is so much incoming right now. We're really excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I think we're both excited about what's happening to the planet. There's so much good occurring. The level of consciousness of the planet is rising quickly, more in history, we did a did a webinar on the yeah. history of consciousness, and it's mm-hmm. rising in a state that it that's hasn't. That's good to hear. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people are feeling defeated. That's really good to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. really really positive sign yeah. that things are rising quickly, and so trauma is coming up to be healed, and yeah. things are happening, mm-hmm. and it feels chaotic. But my my takeaway is that we're in a positive change mode, and it's really good for humanity. On that, thank you both so much. It's so good to see you again, as always. I love coming up and hanging out with you guys here at BC. So thank you for your hospitality, Mm -hmm. and thank you for the information and and the new programs you're developing on behalf of all of us. Best best URL? www.flfe.net. It's still .net. Okay, very good. Okay, Mm -hmm. thank you. Okay, Thank you, Regina. Until next time, thank you for joining us here on reginameredith.com.